0: My name is Padraig Otuma, I'm a poet from Ireland and when I grew up we learned poetry in Irish and English off by heart every week from the age of five but when I was 11 I found myself picking up a piece of paper and realising that I wanted to write a poem about things that couldn't exist but still do exist and poetry opened a door for me to speak about everything that I can see and everything that I can feel and to put it all onto a piece of paper. Prayer by Fasul Mohayyateen You cleanse the uncovered regions of your body, then stand at the foot of prayer mats facing the Qibla. Unfasten your cluttered mind from the tangible hold of secular trances. Bow down before the cascading glow of God's mercy. Submit to a centripetal course toward the gates of a more perfect emptiness. Here, now, you can plunge into the most secluded chamber of the soul, commune with your share of the universe's initial burst of light, eternal light, housed within the lamp of mystery, waiting to be beheld five times a day. For me, when I read this poem, I'm brought with great generosity and hospitality and invitation into an experience of language and positioning the body in prayer that's utterly unknown to me. And I love the hospitality of the poem, that the poem brings you into that. Fasal Mahuyiddin has done something beautiful here in the structure of the poem. This poem has no punctuation in it whatsoever, no periods, no commas no m dashes and this poem is arranged in 10 elegant little verses and they're scattered across the page in a way that makes you think of 10 prayer mats in two staggered lines looking toward the direction of prayer and there's something for me as somebody who did not grow up in this tradition. That is so beautiful to be brought into that, that the poem itself locates me in a practice that is unknown to me. And I'm always drawn into the richness of this prayer and the richness of this poem by thinking there's people who will look at this poem and immediately feel at home. For me, I immediately feel invited somewhere new. But other people would read this and go, I recognise this. This poem is... um, filled with physicality, especially the first part of it, the uncovered regions of your body stand at the foot of prayer mats facing Qibla and then bowing down. So this poem is filled with instructions initially about what to do with your body. And I, um, as a young person, hated going to Mass, standing up, sitting down, kneeling, the whole lot, blessing yourself. It all seemed ridiculous to me. But now I look back and think that there's something very powerful about having practices in the body that hold you together. I flew here the other day and sitting next to me was a guy. And when our plane was taking off from Dublin, he blessed himself. And I noticed that. And then as we were landing, we happened to be talking and we were chatting away. He's an American guy of a Polish family. We were talking about language and talking about Polish poetry and totally naturally in the middle of it he blessed himself again because we were landing and he didn't interrupt himself one bit he's younger than I am I'd say a man of 30 and I loved that physical prayer part of me wanted to say do you believe in God but I think that's unnecessary because it kind of doesn't matter using his hand to bless himself was a physical reenacting of something that was holding all of us together in that plane that hurtling piece of uh, Flying through the air. <laughs> this poem turns because it moves prayer from the idea that the person is the one who's prayed into being by the direction of the light and that the light is the thing that nurtures the person. This poem moves from that glorious language about mystery into something as simple as a lamp. And the lamp is something we all might have in a home. A lamp is old. A lamp predates electricity. A lamp might bring to mind a wick, some oil, a flame. And that that is a a window into the magnificence of God's mercy, into the magnificence of prayer, into the magnificence of mystery, but also this perfect emptiness. And I love the... Slight anarchist way of describing God as perfect emptiness. That takes courage, I think, to describe the mystery of religion there because it's saying, even if you don't believe it, believe that it might be a perfect emptiness, a blank canvas perhaps upon which to project all of the experiences that we don't know what to do with, and that that itself can be enough. I think this poem offers the people who read it, whether they're people who are from one tradition or another, whether they're people who follow a path of religion or don't, this poem offers us the opportunity to imagine what might it be like to have a practice that helps us move away from things that distract us and settle down into the simplicity of looking at mystery through the lens of a lamp. What is the warm butter light of a lamp that helps you hold yourself together, whatever that might be. Turn towards that. Prayer by Fasal Mahuyuddin You cleanse the uncovered regions of your body, then stand at the foot of prayer mats facing the Qibla, unfasten your cluttered mind from the tangible hold of secular trances, Bow down before the cascading glow of God's mercy. Submit to a centripetal course towards the gates of a more perfect emptiness. Here, now, you can plunge into the most secluded chamber of the soul. Commune with your share of the universe's initial burst of light, eternal light, housed within the lamp of mystery waiting to be beheld five times a day. Prayer comes from Faso Mahayudin's book The Displaced Children of Displaced Children. Thank you to IWare Publishing, who published the book and gave us permission to use Faso's poem. Read it on our website at onbeing.org. Poetry Unbound is Tony Liu, Chris Hegel, Kristen Lin, Erin Kalasako, Siri Grassley, Eddie Gonzalez, and me, Lily Percy. Our music is composed and provided by Gautam Trikushin. And this podcast is produced by On Being Studios, which is located on Dakota Land. We also produce other podcasts you might enjoy, like On Being with Krista Tippett, Becoming Wise, and This Movie Changed Me. Find those wherever you like to listen, or visit us at onbeing.org to find out more. This podcast is produced by On Being Studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota.